Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. Today is such a beautiful, special episode. It is the 100th episode, and it is crazy to me that I have recorded 100 episodes so far. Not surprised. I like to talk, but I just need to take a moment here and just acknowledge all of you for listening, for loyal listeners, for all you new listeners. Thank you for sharing the episodes on your social media with your friends and family. I wouldn't be here recording all this, having the message and mission be spread if it wasn't for you guys. And I, I'm just so grateful for each and every single one of you. I love getting the feedback. Some of you send me DMs, some of them are emails of just how this podcast has inspired you, has helped you through rough patches, has allowed you to you know, let go of certain things, make shifts, perspective shifts in your life, improve your relationship, your relationship with yourself, your career, and really just allowed you to step into the best version of yourself. And that's my goal. That's the reason why I created this podcast was to help show you that you can have everything that you desire. You are worthy of it. Let me show you how and know that you can create your most radiant light because life, excuse me, because it's time to stop dimming your light. We live in a world where we put ourselves down. We don't feel good enough. You know, we compare ourselves and judge ourselves with social media. And I wanted this podcast to be a place where you can gain value for free, where you can feel like you feel understood, where you can seek guidance and support wherever you're at in your journey. Maybe you're a beginner, maybe you're a pro and you just like going deeper welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you. And if you are a new listener, hi, my name is Tatiana. I'm so excited to have you here listening and I am the host of the Radiant Life podcast. Today's a rainy day here in beautiful South Florida and it has been a busy week. So next week I am going to Arizona. Oh my goodness, you guys. So next week and the week after, if you're on my email list, you heard and like months ago that I had two manifestations on my vision board manifest. So one of them is being able to go to Sedona to Arizona. And the other one is going to see Tony Robbins, who is my idol. If you don't know him, go, go Google him. He's like the top best coach, inspirational, motivational speaker in the world. And so next week I am going to Arizona. So I have an in-person training with my NLP coaching program. It's like a I don't know, five or six day intensive. I'm so excited. I've been in this year long program that I invested in to really just enhance my coaching skills to be the best coach to my clients. And so we have a five day intensive. And so my, one of my best friends, Allie and I are going a few days ahead to Sedona. So, uh, when you listen to this, I will be in Sedona. So if you have any tips in Arizona, the Phoenix or Sedona area, 
DM me, send me a message. Where do I go? What do I do? What hikes, what vortexes to go through? I'm so excited. This has been on my phone vision board for the last year and a half now. And then I come back. I got two busy full days of calls with clients. And then I am going to Tony Robbins and I'm like stoked. Like I know these next few weeks are going to be super transformational, super impactful in my life. Like you just, you know, when you know that like something's coming, well, it is coming. So yeah. So that's a little life update. Um, and again, I just really want to appreciate you guys for being here. And if you are a loyal listener, if I would love, if you reviewed the podcast on iTunes, this allows us to reach more people. And if you do, please take a screenshot, send it to my email or send it to Instagram. You my email is below in the show notes and I will send you free, free goodies, free gifts in exchange for your support and helping the podcast be reached. Okay. Let's get into today's episode. This is, I, I got this inspiration a few weeks ago for like a podcast idea. I just saw like a headline of someone's podcast. I forget whose podcast it was. It was just like 16 things I wish I could tell my 16 year old self. And I was like, oof, let's do that. Let's do that. Because that was kind of like the time where a lot of things shifted for me. I was really hurt. I started becoming numb. I started doing things that other people told me to do. And like, oh, if I could just speak to that girl, things could have been different, but it's okay. You know, I understand that I am who I am now based on the things I experienced. But if I could tell her 16 things, these are what they would be. And so when I was creating this list, I actually scrolled through my camera and I found pictures of my 16 year old awkward as hell self. Like, I don't know what I was doing, like constantly flipping the camera off, sticking my tongue out, like, oh, awkward. But Hey, that is me. I actually created a reel. I'm going to post it on TikTok and Instagram of like, it's like, I felt like 16 was yesterday, but now I'm like stepping into 28, which is weird because I am 28 now. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Tatiana underscore Kuto. And you can see the reel and like, see like how I actually looked at 16 versus now. Um, okay. So let's get into it. Here are going to be the 16 things I wish I could tell my 16 year old self. Um, they're not in any particular order. Some of them are specific to me. Some of them are your typical, like motivational, encouraging words that anybody can relate. And you may totally relate to this. So I hope you do give me some feedback if so. And at the end, I just have a few I want to share. I posted on my Instagram today. Like if you could go back to your 16 year old self, what would you tell him or her? And I want to tell you guys what you have to say. Okay, let's get into it. So Tatiana, Tatiana, 16 year old Tatiana, if I could say these 16 things to you, this is what it would be. Number one, girl, take some time alone, like truly be alone, like learn to be comfortable being alone. I am very extroverted. I love being around people. And because of that, I can sometimes be easily influenced, either lose myself. Right. And like, as that 16 year old self, I did that. I was influenced, you know, the going out age, the drinking, the smoking weed age, and which is whatever, you know, that was part of my journey. But at the same time, I was constantly surrounded by people. So Tati, I would love to tell you to take time to slow down like enjoy your teenage years. Stop trying to, that should be another one. I didn't have this one. Stop trying to freaking grow up so fast. I always tried being like 10 years older than I really was. Um, because taking time alone would have allowed you to discover more of who you are and more of what you wanted. So that was my first one. The second one is number two. <laughs> you may giggle. This one this is a little personal girl. You are not a bitch. You are not mean. 
that is not who you are as an identity, you are just fucking hurting inside, aka seek help and stop numbing the pain with distractions, with mean words, with alcohol, all of that. In high school, I I was mean. If you're listening to this and you were a fellow Ashland High School grad, yo, what's up? Thanks for listening. And I apologize if I was not nice to you. Um, you guys, like I literally was the type of person who I, I pushed some people in the hallway, like the girls younger than me, they were in my way and they were pissing me off. My sister's grade. Um, I would cuss people out. I would yell at them. I wasn't nice. And the reason was because I wasn't nice because I was hurting inside. I got, you know, teased and bullied as I was growing up. And I, <laughs> I, I just had things going on. I didn't feel loved by myself. I didn't feel good enough. I had a lot of self-hate and that, you know, our internal battles and struggles are what we project onto the world. So I took an identity of like, I'm just a bitch. Take it how it is like tough totty, but like, no, I really was hurting inside. So that's what I would say. That's not who you really are. You actually have a massive heart and you know that and you love helping people. And I would say, go seek help. Stop numbing the pain and stop identifying with this mean bitch girl persona. Okay. Number three, coming from that, because it stemmed from internally, I would tell my 16 year old self, speak kindly to her. I would love to tell her how crucial how powerful our words and our thoughts are how they create how we feel how they create our behaviors our actions and our attitudes my words at 16 oh god i don't even know what i was telling myself but i know they weren't nice i struggled a lot at that age with depression with anxiety i was going to a therapist um at that time my my parents had recently separated and were getting in the divorce process they were also my mom was with cancer had breast cancer and so AKA a lot of pain inside as well. Sorry, I just had to take a sip of water. And so I don't know. I just like on top of all of that going on, I was really mean to myself. I never loved who I was. My body never felt good. And so I, those thoughts created more feelings, which created more thoughts, which created those behaviors, that meanness, that depression. So I would tell her and I would explain to her the power of our thoughts and our words and how to start making shifts. Okay, number four, stop listening to other people, your parents, your teachers, your, I don't know, like people in church. I don't know if I was going to church at 16, but still, um, stop listening to them. Stop listening to their expectations, their beliefs, and stop listening to their advice or guidance if they are not living the life that you want. I'm just going to say that. I, um, something that I've really worked on and have embodied was stop seeking like not encouraged validation confirmation from other people i was so unsure of myself and what i wanted and who i was and i struggled with indecisiveness and you know it creeps back up i would be like what do you think what do you think mom what do you think olivia to my best friend what do you think gabby to my sister like what do you think what do you think to my boyfriend at the time or yeah like i would just seek everybody else but like they weren't living the life i wanted so i would say stop listening to them take that time alone discover what you want and you know go do it And that leads me into number five. I would encourage my 16-year-old self, you do not have to go to college if you don't want to. Let go of the belief, let go of the system of you must have a degree to be successful. 
Because when I was 16, that's when I started like to be like, oh my God, I have a 2.4 GPA. I'm not going to go to college. Everyone else is getting ready to go to college. I was freaking the hell out. Yet I didn't want to go to college. Like I hated, I don't want to say I hated learning. I didn't enjoy the style of learning. I didn't even know what I wanted to learn. And like when I told my parents this, they're like, what are you going to be? Like, I don't even know what they said. Maybe like, I don't even know. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to be, but I don't want to go to college. And they're like, well, you probably should go to college. That's how you're going to be successful. So I would tell my 16 year old self, you do not have to go to college if you don't want to. And honestly, don't fucking go to college and take out massive loans. If you don't even know who you are and what you want, because AKA full circle here, you got a degree in industrial engineering because everybody else told you that's going to be good to have a woman engineer. You're going to make good money. You're going to be successful. And it drained the living fucking shit out of you. Excuse me for my language, but like, when I was looking at those pictures, I just felt the confusion, the pain, the just helplessness of like, who am I? What do I want? And now looking back hindsight, like, of course, yeah, it made me who I am today, but damn, I spent a lot of time and energy and money doing things that other people told me to do, thinking that that would bring me happiness or success. And it didn't. And I would just encourage her not to do that. And if you're listening and if you're contemplating going to school, well, first, before you go to school, realize you're going to take out loans. It's going to be expensive and make sure you're doing it for the right career, right? You can start a business without a degree. Money, my friends dropped out of college or didn't even go to college, right? And they're very successful, right? Some degrees, some careers do require a degree. Great. Go do it, but make sure it's in alignment for you. Don't do it because everybody else and their mom is going to college and getting a degree. Just don't. And like, it's so funny because like with coaching and, and, and programs and courses, I feel like so many people are so willing to invest 20, hundreds of thousand dollars in their college degree. Cause you're 18 and you don't know what you're signing away, but yet you're scared to invest $2,500, $5,000, $10,000 in coaching in programs and help therapy, therapy, right? Like, no, we have it wrong. So I would say seek guidance, like listen to the advice from people who are living the life you want and that you do not have to go to college if you do not want to. Okay. Number six, Hmm. Don't care what people think because they're going to judge you anyways. Mm -mm -mm. I, at this point in time is when I started to adopt the, like, I would have like really awkward, like embarrassment or secondhand awkward embarrassment. All my college girls know what I'm talking about. Like if they did something awkward, embarrassing, I would feel it and cringe so much. And so you know, I was just the fear of being judged, you know, being judged of having a 2.4 degree, uh, GPA, being judged of not going to college, being judged of, I don't even know. There was constantly this fear. So AKA I was people pleasing, doing what everybody else wanted me to do. And I would just tell them, don't care what people think they're going to judge you anyways. So you may as well do what you want to do and they can judge that, but at least you're going to be happy and you're going to be aligned. Okay. Number seven, <laughs> this one's funny. This one's personal. Ah, little 16-year-old Tati, nothing is wrong with you. You just have a lot of fire energy. You are passionate and you learn differently than many other people. So stop judging yourself. Stop beating yourself up for struggling to focus in class. And girl, get the fuck off Adderall. 16 was when I started getting on Adderall. I'll record a podcast episode on my views on Adderall and how it completely... I don't want to say destroyed me, but yeah, it did. Like it completely numbed me out. It completely turned me into a whole different person, aka an engineer. That is not who I am. It made me 
really even more mean, more irritated. I was a zombie. I was numb. So if there was one thing I could tell myself was do not continue Adderall. Get off of it. You do not need it. Learn ways that you learn in ways that feel good to you. I'm a really hands-on person learner. I'm also not meant to sit down and learn about like Shakespeare and what else do we learn about? I don't even know. Like, no, the reason why I was struggling to focus was one. Yeah, I got ADHD. I got a lot of energy. So I'd probably say move that energy in a productive way and find ways to learn with learn things that enjoy you. Like now I sit in my NLP like trainings and I'm like zoned in because I'm so captivated. I'm so interested. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not on Adderall, right? Okay, number eight. I would tell Tati, you are not defined by your circumstances. You are the creator of your life. You co-create with God. And I would tell her, mixed in with the how powerful our words are and our beliefs and our thoughts, is that your circumstances don't define you. And you can overcome whatever situation you are in. Yeah, like that's literally what I would tell her. And she would probably be like, what do you mean? I'd be like, you're just not defined by your service, where you're at in life. Maybe you're listening to this. Maybe this one's for you now. You are not defined by your current situation, your current circumstances. You can overcome that hardship, that adversity, those mental battles, that trauma, those wounds. You can overcome it. You're the creator of your life. You can make a change. You are not defined by your current situation in life. Okay, number nine. <laughs> it is not normal, girl, to always have stomach aches. It is not. Your health is important and start being paying attention to the quality of the foods you eat. I wish I could tell my 16-year-old self this. And you know, fortunately, we didn't know any better. I grew up in a Hispanic immigrant family. I grew up on canola oil. Oh my God. No wonder I had gut issues. I would go out to eat. And my parents would be like, you're just, you're just making us want to go home because you're not happy or you're bored or blah, blah, blah. And like, no, really, like I just had stomach issues, aka inflammation, aka gut issues because I was eating, God, who knows what I was eating. Definitely things drenched in canola oil, um, probably not good quality milk, not good quality grains. Like, yeah. And so now in my mid twenties, this is what I've learned. I mean, even in my early twenties, I was still eating poor quality foods. I was consuming better quality and macros and balanced diet, but my quality was shit. And now I'm, I'm going to create another podcast episode on my healing my gut journey, especially the last year, two years. Oh my goodness. AKA more mental focus, mental clarity, more like energy, more love for myself, all because of the quality of the foods I eat. So maybe this one's for you. Maybe this is your current self that needs to hear about your, the quality of your foods matter, right? They say there's a statistic that 80% of people who are depressed actually are hypoglycemic, meaning like your, your, the carb level, not that carbs are bad, but like your glycemic levels, like eating a sweet potato is different than eating a bagel, like how your blood sugar and that feels like, and that's causing you to feel sluggish and maybe depressed. So on top of poor mental health, poor physical health, poor like health, I would say focus on your health. And this is important because at that age I was drinking, I was smoking weed and having the munchies and no shame in that, whatever. But like, it was more like choose the better quality foods, um, and exercise. I hated myself. I hated my body. I 
felt chubby and bleh, and it was because I wasn't feeling myself well from the inside out with food and thoughts. Okay. Where are we at? We are at number 10. <laughs> this one's probably going to be for some of you. Stop listening and stop believing to everything or everyone you see and stop believing that it's truth, AKA the media, the TV, the shows, the models you see on the magazines, the weight you think you should be, the perfect relationships, the all of these things. Stop believing that as truth. Everyone has a different model of the world. Everybody has different beliefs. And this one, I didn't realize until I moved to Florida. So I grew up in Massachusetts. Love it. Great school system. But like, you know, there's different types of thinking. I guess that's the best way for me to say it. And when I moved to Florida, I realized, wow, people think a little differently here. And it allowed me to be more open-minded and then allowed me to be like, what feels right for me? What do I want to believe? What is truth to me? And then COVID happened. And then I really realized, oh, wow, this new station is saying this. Well, this new station is saying that. Totally contradicting themselves. Same video, different headlines. Oh, okay. So like, let's do some conscious decisions or like focus on like what investigation, what feels right for me. Same thing goes for you. Not everything you see on TV, in the media, and the news is truth. Like it's not. There's a oh, I used to forget the ratio of like I think it was like seventeen to one, like negativity versus positivity. There was a study in Australia done once where they switched the percentage from positive things to the news to negative to positive, and their ratings plummeted because our mind, like naturally, like like focuses on the negative for survival. So. Yeah, you might think like the world is ending, but it's not. Like I remember living in Florida, you know, like in, during COVID, people were like, oh my God, the world is ending. We're all dying. And I was over here in Florida, like laying on the beach, chilling. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Right? So just don't believe that it's always true. Like do your investigation, tap into your heart and see what feels right. Same with the relationships. Not every relationship that you see on the news or the social media is actually perfect. There's things behind the scenes. Stop believing that, you know, in order to feel pretty or good enough, you have to be a certain weight, like the models on the magazine, all of that. It all resonates. I compared myself a lot. So I would tie in, stop comparing yourself to this one as well. Oh man, there's so many more I wish I could say. Okay. Number 11. Mm-mm-mm. Girl, stop dimming your light and stop doing things just to fit in and to be accepted and use your voice. It matters. I'm crazy. I'm corny. I'm wild. I have a lot to freaking say. And not that I didn't hold back. Like as a 16 year old, like I definitely like voice my opinion. And if you were in my high school, you would know, but I still would like dim my light with who I was. There was still that fear. There was still that like, uh, my voice doesn't matter. And I would just come more from an angry way. So I would say like, use your voice, right? Take that time discover who you are, use your voice because your opinion does matter in life. There was times where I would like hold back ideas, the imposter syndrome. There's an episode, like a few episodes below this, you know, I was in, in student council and I would like hold back my ideas because I didn't feel like good enough. I wouldn't use my voice. So when things mattered, I didn't use my voice. I would use my voice to be like crazy. So use your damn voice, Tati. Stop dimming your light. Okay. Number 12, create routines that feel good. Stop watching horror movies in the basement until 3 a.m. Like, what was I doing? First of all, I'm so not that person anymore. I used to like be obsessed with murder mysteries and 
horror films, like what are those scary ass movies? I forget. I've watched all of them in the movie theaters. I would, um, watch it in the basement alone till like three in the morning, which if you know me, that's not me because I'm not a night person. Like I'm a morning person. So I don't know how I was staying up. I would watch like murder mystery, CSI and like CSI is cool. I wanted to be a forensic pathologist at one point. Um, but at the end of the day, like, ew, my sleep schedule was off which affects, again, your mood, your mindset, your mental health, your your hormone levels, your your cortisol, your stress levels. They oh, they say, oh, who was this? It was, it was on the Lewis House podcast, I believe, and it said, from the hours of 11 and at 11 p.m. to 2 or th- to 3 a.m., like the blue light in our TVs and our um, phones, I'm going to butcher this, so go on his page and, and look, it's a real. It pretty much, it's, producing a is it not dopamine but pretty much it's making us more tired and more depressed like it's producing that that hormone out of the brain so i would say go to bed at a normal time create routines stop watching horror movies i used to fall asleep to things i don't even allow a tv in my room anymore i because your sleep matters your circadian rhythm matters it's gonna help your energy levels in your mood and Honestly, I do not watch, I do not even allow anybody, anyone in my house to watch a horror movie, a, a scary movie, a dark mystery, murder, like no, absolutely not. Because honestly, that's just an open door allowing for darkness, for negative energy, for low vibrational thoughts to come in. And then I would have a fear like, oh my God, is someone going to break in my house? Oh my God, am I going to get like killed? Yeah, because I'm having these ideas. So I'm all about inspirational, loving feel good movies and vibes, no more of that. And then create routines, create a good morning routine, create a good night routine, stop being lazy girl and get to bed. <laughs> okay. Number 13. Sorry. We're wrapping up here. Um, try new things and take more risks. Kind of again, like with the fear of like what people would think or judgment, like I would, I would get scared. I was scared to do that dancing class. I grew up dancing, but then I was scared to like try a new hip hop class or whatever it is I wanted to do. So I would just encourage myself to try new things, take risks, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I'm not talking about like, (laughs) God, some of the visuals I'm having right now. Like some of the things I would do when I was drinking, like, no, I'm not talking about playing games like Dizzy Bat or smoking out of a gas mask. Like you guys, this is how I was at 16. Whatever. No shame. Like now, you know, um, no, like actually be like, try new things, learn something new try a sport. Like I was just lazy and my, so try new things, take risks, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. Number 14. <laughs> this one, I love this one. Those thoughts, those feelings, those nudges in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, that is your gut. That is your intuition. And I would just say, trust yourself. You are gifted. You have wisdom to share with the world. Stop doubting yourself. I was very intuitive as a child. Um, I actually had a breakthrough moment the other day in the bath where I, as growing up, I would like kind of like make these faces and do these things with my hand. And it like just felt like really like all I could explain. You can't really see me in video now, but it would feel like like just moving my hands and my mouth. And like my family would tease me. They're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what is that? And I had a moment the other day in the bath and I was like, oh my God, that was me like sensing energy. Like I just felt really connected, really aligned really in flow and we all sense energy differently you know 
Some people can hear things. Some people can see things. Some people can feel it, like knowing, whatever. I'm definitely have the gift. God has gifted me with the gift of discernment, of just knowing and feeling. And so those intuition hits of, okay, so back to the breakthrough moment, sorry. So I realized that was my form of sensing energy. And at a point, like, because my family would make fun of me of it, like I suppressed it, I stopped doing it and it would come naturally. It wasn't like when I was focusing on something, I was so in flow, like it would happen. So breakthrough moment. Now I'm like experiencing it again when I'm really like in a deep meditative state or I'm visualizing my meditations and I get really excited. Like those things are coming to me where my hands, when I guide breath work and do it, like my hands go like this and it's just like energy moving through me. So I would just say like, trust that, you know, and those intuitive hits, like, okay, yes, I identified as a bitch. People thought that of me, but like, I would really feel these things and I would get like a vibe of like, Ooh, that person just doesn't, that doesn't vibe with me. Nope. I'm not going to do that. Sometimes I listened and sometimes I didn't. The times I didn't, the cops would get involved. I would get into a fight. I would get, you know, because I wasn't listening and I was following the crowd. Um, and I would say, trust those gut instincts, trust yourself. You have the wisdom, those feelings, that discernment. It's okay that you can't put words to of how, you know, and just trust yourself. And, and you don't get that good vibe from someone. Trust it. Yeah. And I've gotten confirmation the last few months of like two people that I like didn't get like the best vibe with. Yeah. And, and it made sense moving forward. Okay. Okay. Last few months. Sorry guys. I, I hope you're enjoying this. I am. Um, okay. Number 15, invest in mentors, seek help, get guidance, get, go to therapy. That money is well spent. I could have saved so much money if I did that instead of college. And you know what I learned, but Hey, invest in yourself because there was a point in my life where like, I, I just had like a frugal mindset. And so I would just tell her to invest in herself early on, whether it's healthy food or in getting help at the gym when I wanted to like feel good about my body or like, gosh, if I was just like found a counselor and just, I would just, I would give her that tip of advice, that value that like your best investments are always in yourself. And finally, number 16, Tatiana, you are fucking beautiful. You are good enough. Stop believing the lies that you are telling yourself and know your worth. Own who you are. Love yourself and shine that beautiful, bright, radiant light that is in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul to the world. Because that always existed for me, but I always feared it or I judged it or I never felt good enough. Those thoughts and beliefs, those, you know, I suppressed my gifts. I, I was all me. So I would tell her that I would tell her to own who she is and love herself. All right, you guys, that is 16 things. I wish I could tell myself. I wonder how you feel. Does that resonate with you? Some of them with your 16 year old self, some of them with you now. Um, if, if it is, I would love for you to send me feedback, send me an email, send me a DM, take a screenshot, share it. Like I love that. Um, and here are just a few that you followers said. I asked, you know, what would you say? What's one thing you would say to your 16 year old self? One of them was don't think things so seriously. You have one life to live, live, live it up. Another one was she can be beautiful and so can you. So this meant that woman that you admire, I really resonated with this one, that woman you admire, the friend, the actress, whatever, she can be beautiful. And that's not taken away of your ability to be beautiful. There is an abundance amount of love, of beauty, of money. And when you can realize that she can have it and so can you, 
like you can have both, right? I, I saw one of my mentors, she posted, she was like, what does it feel like to have so much wealth and money? She's like, it's like air. You just breathe in and you breathe out. You just trust that the oxygen's going to be there, that the, that the, that your body will take care of it. It's just that trust. And you have, you don't even think about it, but you know that as you breathe in the air, you know, you're not taking it away from someone else because there's an abundance amount of oxygen going around the entire world that everybody gets to get some. So I hope that resonates. Two more. The only opinion that matters is yours. Really, really resonate with that one. And the other one was use your voice. So these were just a few. Um, We'll see as more coming in, but this is what you had to say. So as you listen to this episode, the hundredth episode, wow, Tati, 16 year old Tati would be so freaking proud that this girl has her own business, is making an impact and actually helping people, knows how to handle her anger, her um, passion side and isn't being a mean bitch. She gets to set loving boundaries. She would be so proud of the podcast about like the accomplishments. Like, oh my God, if I could tell my six-year-old self where we are now, oh girl, she would fucking die. So I I encourage you to do the same. Find a picture of you. Maybe it's your 10 year old self. Maybe it's your 16 year old self. Maybe it's your 20 year old self, whatever feels resonates, find a picture and do this activity. What are, you don't have to do the same number, but what are things you wish you could tell yourself? It's a great inner child, like healing exercise. And I absolutely loved it. And I hope you enjoyed it too. Oh, well, thank you guys for so much for listening to this episode. Just a few reminders. The ebook is coming soon. Honestly, this last month has been super chaotic and um, <laughs> busy. And then I'm traveling pretty much for the next one to two weeks. So it's going to be sometime in November. Stay tuned. I will share it with you here, my email list um, and on Instagram, make sure you're following me. Um, if you want to be a part of my email list, I have all of the free resources I have on the show notes. I updated my show notes the other day with all my freebie links, the free journal prompts, free meditations, free affirmations to help you embody the best version of yourself. So go ahead and download those. And yeah, I think that's all the other days I have. I'll keep you updated with the podcast. I'm mean, not the podcast, the ebook and stay tuned. If you are interested in coaching, I right now I'm not accepting any, I will be opening up one spot in November. And so if that feels like you, if you want to go deeper, if you want to get guidance and support to step into the next version of yourself, the next level of your life and create the most radiant life you can imagine, send me a message or you comply with the link below. Um, yeah, one-on-one has been beautiful lately. My clients have been having so many great breakthroughs and feedback. I'm talking like more clarity with what they want in life, more happiness, more fulfillment, more success, more confidence. They have deeper connections with themselves and those in their life, improving their communication, enhancing their careers. I'm talking about promotions, career shifts, business ideas that they're embarking and, and so much more. And it all really comes down to like their alignment, right? I had clients who were like, this is better than my therapy sessions. This is better than the business coach I hired. This is what I thought I was going to get when I had my business coach. And it's all because we do the deep subconscious work. We do the energetic alignment to how you want to live your life and or business. You don't have to have a business, but you know, some of my clients do. And so it all comes down to alignment and energy and the deep subconscious programming that you are operating from and making sure it is serving you. If any of this resonates, if you're ready to just step into that and learn how to become an energetic match, girl, let's do some coaching. So that will open up in November. I'm not sure about December. Depends on kind of my client load right now. Um, And if one-on-one coaching is not a right fit for you, the 
Embrace Your Radiance group program will be opening up back up in January. More details to come on that. Um, and if you're a beginner, if you just want to hold yourself, the ebook is going to be perfect for you. So there's just a few updates and check out the free resources below. If you loved this podcast, if you valued from it, if you were like, oh girl, I resonated with this, please screenshot, tag me at Tatiana underscore Kuto. I love it. I love seeing you guys share the episode, share the feedback, and I appreciate you so much. And just a reminder, if you do send that iTunes review, take a screenshot, send that to me so I can give you some free goodies in exchange for your beautiful, kind words and for being a loyal listener. All right, you guys. I wish I had like a... I do have a maraca. Oh, I should have brought the maraca. But anyways, cheers to 100 episodes together. Thank you so much for listening, for being a part of my journey, and for being a part of this message, this mission. I could not do it without you. I love you. Thank you. I hope you have the most radiant day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.